All right, well, count us down and let's get going here. Five, four, three. Don't handle the mic. Woo. Mm. Woo. Shh. Quiet. Subdued show tonight, guys. A subdued show. We're not in a basement anymore. No. It's very quiet. Quiet place. It's what the evening calls for, though. We've never done a show here before. It's only the second group recording that I've, I've done here at uh, my home. It's not really situated for multiple people to be recording. Can no, you call the first one a group <laughs> recording? Yeah, because you and I were a group. Yeah, it's the smallest group you could possibly have. But there were two other people on a Zoom, and uh, it was the first time I had ever hosted another person in my house with a microphone. That is a discomfort zone we're referencing. It's coming soon. It'll be here at the beginning of next week. Season 5, Episode 3. No Momentum, it will be called. Oh, nice. That was me. Yeah. So... I mean, we just had... I, I don't know if you do a show right after you eat uh, you don't. a big dinner. You don't, you don't do a show after you eat dinner. You know why? Because all the blood in your brain that you need for your thoughts goes to your gut, which is called your second brain, but it's not as good at doing shows. Unless you're farting, and that's which, part of the show. Which I'll tell you what, I'm close to doing. <laughs> I have several farty feelings that come and go. Mm. And I think it's this seating position that I'm in uh, exacerbates that. So we're in uh, Brett's studio, and Andrew is sitting at a desk facing away from <laughs> Brett and myself. So that's real dumb. It's and bad. I, yeah, yeah, it's not really helping. I don't the know. The nachos don't to... help. Andrew doesn't help. I can't correct <laughs> this. <laughs> I don't. If I move this mic too much, it just falls. Oh, does it? Yeah. Mm, needs better springs. So why are we in Brett's place? Well, we don't have a place anymore. The basement studio in Butler, Pennsylvania is no more. Um, and until we get the studio set back up again, who the fuck knows where we may record next? Maybe it'll be on a ski lift. Maybe not. I, I can't tell if Andrew's about to talk or not, so... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's really weird. It's a real guessing game when you're just looking at the back of a guy's neck. Yeah, it's like he's the fucking v uh, Bond villain. Yeah, I'm not looking at you either. <laughs> I'm just looking at the floor. <laughs> this is like some kind of, uh, you know, like a step meeting, like a self-help meeting. Where everybody just has their head down. Everything's all dismantled and, and fucked up. Speaking of fucked up, though, Brett, I did fix your studio a little bit. Mm. Your headphones were all crackly before. Yeah, so... They're not now. No, it sounds great. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, what was the fix? I can't remember. Did you have the crackle button turned on? <laughs> no, I mean, it's it, this is crazy. It's the exact same mixer that we have in the studio, but it is set up incredibly differently, which made for a difficult time uh, just figuring things out. There's a lot of different buttons. But I figured it out. Oh. And well, mute buttons don't do anything. Okay, they do actually mute, but only on the recording, not in our ears. Oh, interesting. So I could mute puke, and he wouldn't even know. It's more fun when he knows, because <laughs> yeah. then he has to yell. So how do you know if I'm muted or not? 
I know if you're muted. Because he's looking at the recording. I can kind of see it, too. What a puzzle, huh, guys? What a puzzle. Well, thankfully, I took pictures of our setup before we broke it down because see, he didn't somehow he after, after 10 years, we still don't know how to set shit back up again. Now he has no idea if he's still muted or no, not. No, I'm just going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> this should be the shortest show ever. So, uh, yeah, that's exciting. Well, we should let people know what's kind of coming in the weeks ahead here. Uh, Nothing. Oh, man, I'm so disrupted and displaced. First of all, we're moving. Second of all... Uh, I have no home. Third, I've been staying in this house for a while uh, that isn't really mine, and I'm going to keep staying there for a while longer. But I've made a habit of occasionally doing things during the week. And for the next three weeks, I can't even do that thing anymore. What are these things? Uh, I kind of found a Krewski at Gooski's. What's a Krewski? <laughs> a, cr- a group of friends? Yeah. Okay. A, cr- a crew of people at Gooski's. Yeah. Um, on Tuesdays. And for the next three Tuesdays, I can't make it. And oh. I just realized this today. Whatever. You have a work thing this Tuesday? I have a work thing this Tuesday. You I have couldn't a travel roll that thing into... the following Tuesday. I'm not going to bring uh, this work guy to Gooski's now. Yeah, that sounds unprofessional. A little. You know, be like, hey, come check out my super divey bar where I make out with... Uh... Uh, punk chicks <laughs> and play ping pong against children i'm glad we talked about all that on the show well mute me <laughs> <laughs> nice save <laughs> i gotta tell you guys see if i could have seen your face then you could i would have looked at it and saw you go <laughs> no i wasn't in your eyes faces. yeah uh might seem like a low energy night. Andrew, get out of my journal. It's a journal. You oh, snoop. Damn. Or go to the back. I just, yeah, I just see the page. It's just a note. The, and the back is maybe where I write really weird shit. So go to the middle. Well, there's another problem. We forgot to bring notebooks. It's just a really detailed drawing of testicles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I have never felt better. What a week. Day 13 of uh, News Blackout. And I wish I had more stuff to tell you guys Oh, I wish Nick was here. We could do the news quiz and see who knows less, me or you. (laughs) I I don't know. I Okay, so here's a funny story. Um, Wednesday, I talked to my friend John in New Jersey. And this is a guy. He's got a beautiful wife, two beautiful children. He's got a lot of money because you need it to live where he lives. Uh, He's got a great job. He's got a lot of control. In his life. And he just went into the uh, real estate business, actually. He just bought a house and became a landlord. And he asked, he goes, you think your uh, friend would uh, talk to me? And I said, not right now. <laughs> you think your real estate friend would talk to me? I said, this is not a good time for him. Why would I not talk to him? Uh, well, he's not doing, I said, look, he's not doing what you do. Like, you want to do long-term rentals. You want people to sign a lease for like a year. Yeah, but so, I know all about this. Yeah. Well, and but he's also a very smart guy, and he like really, really hit the books on this and figured out everything and like created a system. I uh, get it. I'm yeah. not smart enough. It's, uh, it's, it's no, uh, you know, you were dealing with some things, some personal things at the time that he asked me, I said, this is not a good time. When is it ever a good time though? All right. Well, this was, this wasn't a good time. I knew that. (laughs) I didn't know. I said, you know, maybe there will be a good time in the future 
or maybe you change your mind about what you want to do. Anyway, this is all just backstory about my friend in New Jersey. He lives in the town where Tony Soprano's house was in the show The Sopranos. So that's his scene. So all this happiness and control that he has in his life, he answers the phone, he goes, hello. And I'm like, wow, man, what's wrong? Things seem like they'd be going very well for him. New house, family, two beautiful children, great job, New Jersey. He goes, oh, I'm watching this Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Oh. And it just makes me feel <laughs> sad. And, I, and, I, and, and well, no, I actually, I probed a little bit. I said, how are you feeling? How does this make you feel? And he's like, it makes me feel frustrated and sad and powerless. And here's a man with all the power. But he puts himself in front of that television and what happens? He feels powerless. Hmm. All his energy and attention sucked away <laughs> from things he can actually control. And not in a good way of sucking. But then here's the interesting thing. Me, on my news blackout, a guy who's interested in the news and understands that this trial, I don't even know what happened or if it's over or what. And I don't I, know either. I don't this care. would be a great news quiz. Well, it is. I don't want to say I don't even care because it is important. If this guy gets found guilty, it's bad. If he gets found innocent, there might be some uh, riots coming. So I don't there's know. There's always a riot coming. There's always a riot coming. Sure. So uh, Rittenhouse is a big deal, but I'm not really paying attention to it. And I find that I start asking him these questions where I can live vicariously through him as he sits in front of his television. Like, what is the defense attorney wearing? <laughs> no, what is the prosecuting <laughs> attorney wearing? Because he goes, this prosecutor is a real shit. And he dresses like... Um, Johnny Cochran. Usually, if you if you notice, you know a courtroom scene. You've seen courtroom movies or courtroom shows, or you've been in a courtroom in kind of a high profile, uh, you know, criminal trial. Perhaps you have. You'll notice that the prosecution is dressed down more. They dress more conservatively. You know what I mean? And this is, um, let's see. This defense or this prosecuting attorney dresses like Johnny Cochran, which is not typically what they do, which means he's trying to make a spectacle of himself. Yeah. Who, uh, what does Johnny Cochran dress like? Andrew looks like he's, he's looking up photos. It's just a dude in a suit. He's flashy. Is that Johnny Cochran or is Johnny that just Cochran, some black guy in a suit? Also, well, there's a black guy in a suit who is not Johnny Cochran oh, okay. right next to a, an image of Johnny Cochran. So basically... My only exposure to Johnny Cochran is through Seinfeld. There's a lawyer in Seinfeld called Jackie Childs who is modeled after Johnny Cochran. So we're looking at a side-by-side -side of the two of them. Yeah. Now, well, this might not be a good reference because this is, this is a man <laughs> 25 years ago. So that's the problem with Johnny Cochran. Hmm. I was picturing more colorful suits or something, like maybe plaid. Flowery tie, that kind of a thing. Oh, can't have none of that in a courtroom. Real diamond <laughs> cufflinks. Things a district attorney should not be wearing. So what else do you not know about the news? Wait, wait, so the district attorney looked like a... <laughs> okay, I got it. Yeah, he looked like the district attorney looked like a defense attorney who dressed, they dress flashy. Right. They dress flashy because they're like, look, I win cases. Yeah, the defense attorney is like the guy with the question marks on his suit. Uh, no, that's my friend's dad. What? Yeah. 
Matthew Ma- Lesko. Ma- yeah, Matthew Lesko. That's your friend's dad. Yes. What's the guy that has name? like the infomercials. I, I don't want to dox my whole friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dox half your whole friend. His uh, something Lesko. That narrows it down. Longface went as Matthew Lesko for Halloween once. Are you sure he wasn't just the Riddler? No, no, he was Matthew Lesko. What did that guy sell? Timeshares or wow. something? He g- told you how to get money from the government. <laughs> oh, free. that's right. <laughs> Boy, was he put out of business in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like uh, the way more exciting Bill Nye. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Young Except Matthew he, Lesko on C-SPAN. He doesn't talk about science, though. But he looks kind of like Bill Nye. He comes off like, because I think it's the bow tie. Oh, yeah. Anybody wearing a bow tie is automatically Bill Nye. Free cars and grants to buy or repair your car. Free stuff for seniors. These are books by Matthew Lesko, by the way. Oh, okay. (laughs) Government giveaways for entrepreneurs by Matthew Lesko. Free health care. Jeez. Why does anybody pay for anything besides Matthew Lesko's books? That's a good question. Can we get him on the show? Uh, Yes, I could get him on the show. (laughs) <laughs> Matthew Lesko getting yours the complete guide to government money hmm alright sounds like welfare yeah and his son was an anarchist how about that <clears throat> hilarious look what you did Matthew Lesko <laughs> you created a real monster what a guy so, I mean, uh, how do we get to that? Oh, yeah. Feeling great from uh, choosing a better uh, information diet. Finish that book I was telling you guys about last week. Excuse me. <laughs> I had nachos. Finish that book I was telling you guys about last week, too. Wait, which book? Uh, Pendulum. Oh. Real Ooh. quick, I'm going to break your news fast by catching you up on the entire news. Rittenhouse cried. Biden farted. Uh, yeah, that, yeah that's that's a fairly accurate summation. Can we get more about the Biden farting? Oh, I didn't think you would want more. Uh, Jessica, we need to hear more about Biden farting. Mm-hmm. I can fill you in if you want. Sure. Uh, apparently he farted. But it was audible? Yes, but. Oh, apparently it was in front of like Camilla. Uh, some, Who's somebody Camilla? British? Kamala? No, Camilla. Like Camilla one, is one of my them, neighbor. One of them British. Oh, is she the queen? No, something. she's just a lady. No, nah, there's like some. It's either oh, like Camilla German Parker Chancellor Bowles? or British Queen Lady. I don't know. Queen Camilla. Maybe it's person. Prince Charles' wife. Sure. Okay. Let's go with that. I think like right because he was in Europe for the COP twenty six. Um, let's all pretend uh, that we give a fuck about the environment while we're making everything terrible for the pores yeah now he had killed Conference. his first wife uh made it look like a car accident or Ooh, camilla or matthew lesko no <laughs> no no <laughs> prince charles yeah. if, I, if i'm following the story right he had his first wife murdered or his mother had his first wife murdered her name was diane uh yeah diana i remember exactly where i was when that happened were you in france no i was um i was at a house in West Mifflin, Pennsylvania. There were a lot of stairs to the front door. And uh, I was going to Kennywood, I think, the next day. Or doing something. Um, 
Sounds like you really remember. No, I remember. I, I was <laughs> sleeping on a trundle bed. It was the first time I'd seen a trundle bed. What is a trundle? And I was with a, a girl who was older than me, and I was young. And I was uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> okay. And then he went to Gooskies? And then I saw this Mercedes crash oh. on the TV. Yeah. And you were like, that poor Mercedes. And you were like, ah, oh, TPNS. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but P for princess. Oh. <laughs> Total princess neutralization speed. <laughs> uh, true. That is what happened. Now, the guy she was with, his name was Dodie. Did he Dodie. die too? Oh, he definitely, everyone died, yeah. Oh. Dodie El-Fayed was his name. So anyway... You can't be famous and die w- with someone who's more famous, because then they just don't remember that you died, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's who else bummer. was in that uh, that crash with um, the guy who rubs his belly? I can't even think of his name. <laughs> he pats his belly. Buddy Tracy Holly. Morgan. Oh, oh, Tracy Morgan, right. <laughs> right? Wasn't there more celebrities there? <laughs> I don't know, but they were less famous. See, than- you don't know. Tracy yeah. Morgan There's seems no way like to know. one of the least famous celebrities. Yeah, he's probably not. not oh no, because he's he was in that uh, Thirty Rock show. Yeah, uh, I think I thought he was just with his entourage. I don't think that he was with anybody else that was famous. We'll never know. There's yeah, no we'll never know. know because Tracy Morgan was there, and thus he eliminates all other famous people. Man, that guy is gross. <laughs> I went to see him because he rubs his belly. Do stand up and all. Oh, really? Say is, I'm gonna get my dick sucked. I've told that story. And Brett got pregnant. <laughs> and he kept rubbing his belly, and and like a, a, approaching women aggressively. This was like 16, 17 years ago, where you could like mm. go up, hover over a woman, rubbing your belly, and say, "I want to get my dick sucked." You can't do that anymore. And nobody had a cell phone to film it and then get you canceled. Yeah. Me too. That's yeah. That's you couldn't have filmed anything. When I saw Tracy Morgan, you couldn't film something on a cell phone. <laughs> there was a guy in the audience with a giant Sony Handycam though. <laughs> <laughs> on his shoulder. Yeah. That was always a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Apparently, Biden farted in front of famous people loud enough that it, it made the news, and I guess she was telling people. And then he fell asleep during a conference. And, yeah, it's just a it's just a never-ending disaster. Uh, this kind of sounds like hasn't my even been highlight reel if I were president. <laughs> How are the last two presidents not the best presidents ever? You mean Obama and Trump? No, Trump and Biden. Like, well, what's your definition of best? Hasn't everybody been given a reason to not take this seriously anymore? Oh yeah, from a like libertarian or anarchist perspective, like you couldn't ask for two better presidents to just point to to be like, hey, look at these fucking losers. Look who can be president. (laughs) Yeah, I always thought those those uh, in elementary school they were full of shit when they said anybody could be president, but now. Look what look what happened. I guess they were right. Well, these people were selected. Let's not act like this was left up to the people. What oh. was the Bush puking thing? H.W. Uh, went to Japan mm. and ate some squid Sushi. or something. something. Oh, I yeah, knew it. Something that would make you puke. Why would he do that? Uh, I don't know. And then he got very ill. I'd be the worst president. And <laughs> he kind of farting and puking, <laughs> falling asleep while farting. <laughs> My fart would wake me up. <laughs> I would be fartled. That, that would be the, the freeze frame of me. I'd be all fartled. Right? Yeah. Ooh, congratulations on being old enough to be president. 
Oh, yeah. What's that, 32 or something? 35. 35? Oh, man, I could be president. You can be president anywhere between 35 and way too fucking old to know what's happening. Yeah. You got a nice big window there. So when H.W. vomited, how much vomit was it? Was it just like a little bit? Was Six. It just like a... Nobody knows. What? There were no cameras at the time. But like, didn't Hot Shots like, spoof it in the movie? Mm, no. I think Hot Shots was before that. Hot Shots Part 2. Part 2. Also might have been before that. No. With Charlie Sheen? Oh, yeah you're, you're, yeah, you're right. So, anyway, yeah, I mean, presidents have done... I don't think these are the worst things presidents did. I mean, we could probably... Gerald Ford used to fall down all the stairs everywhere. Do you know about that? No. Tell us about... I only know that in reference to Biden falling down the stairs. <laughs> Ronald Reagan let this guy who kept reading Catcher in the Rye shoot him. Yeah, Ronald Reagan <laughs> got hit by a bullet. Why do you let that happen? Exactly. <laughs> What Bill Clinton? Yeah, Bill Clinton really didn't do anything. Uh, he was fucking his interns. I don't know if he was fucking. He might have oh. just been he was trying just... to get his dick show. Yeah. <laughs> rubbing his belly. He's <laughs> trolling around. Hey, Monica. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure every president has an embarrassing story or something they farted or, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Puked. Jizzed. Oh my God! Yeah, I mean, Clinton that's pretty just much jizzed all over the is press corps. Is anyone shit themselves? Probably. If you shit yourself, you don't. You, you cannot be allowed to be president. Oh yeah, there was also some incident when he saw the Pope, where they had to like. The rumor was that he shit himself. <gasps> really? Yeah. That should immediately disqualify you from ever doing anything. From being president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Biden? Yeah. Yeah, that was both. There was two. Is it because he's Catholic and the Pope is like a really big deal? Yeah. Or that, is he incontinent? <laughs> I think it's incontinence because he's, you know, he's farting and pooping. And there was rumors before all this stuff, you know, that he was like farting on stage or something during the debates. Yeah, he told there? the Pope, fuck you, I'm a Pudistant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fartistant. Protestant. Because fart, mm. yeah. <laughs> poo is a funnier, funnier yeah. word. Everybody likes poo. Oh, yeah. Kennedy spilled his brains in, his, in a car. <laughs> he couldn't hold Jordan on to his Jessica, brains. That's true. That, that's, a, that's a bigger faux pas <laughs> than just uh, farting, I'd say. Yeah. Down less gross, to the left. But Down back to the left. Back into the forward. Fr- frontward into the Kramer. <laughs> What's that movie they were making fun of? JFK. JFK. Oh, that was the name of the movie? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Oh, let's uh, watch it on the show. That's the Costner one, right? Yeah, it's three hours. Jesus, no wonder I've never seen it. Sounds terrible. I mean, you know how the movie ends. Uh, mm, no, that's how it begins. You don't know how that movie ends. Oh, Because okay. it's, not, it's not about JFK. It's about the cover-up? JFK... Is not even a character in the movie. Yeah, the funny thing is, it's called JFK, but the whole thing is about the Johnson administration. <laughs> well, he was the corrupt one. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Well, this counts as a show. This is fun, not looking at you guys, and <laughs> hearing you flounder behind me. No, uh, we've been doing great. Oh, but, okay. Like I've added a lot already, but you know. 
We should we should set up the new studio where it's a round table, but we sit in the center of the circle, facing away from everybody. Yeah, we have a donut table. <laughs> yeah, we're inside the hole. But then in front of us is a screen of each other's video feed. Oh so yeah, we're I like can in some panopticon. <laughs> we're just on a delay to you though, right? Or do you have the live feed there? Nope. With the, that's the, OBS. That's oh, real, damn real time. It. Andrew waves. It is not visible on camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a great place you got here, Brett. Yeah, it's very, it's very uh, hip. It would be fun to try an experiment where we sit differently in hour two, see what that changes as far as the whole dynamics of the show are concerned. Mm, yeah. Well, for instance, Andrew wouldn't be able to hide his texting. I can see him doing there. He's getting all hunched over. I'm not texting at all. My I phone's saw sitting horizontally, yeah. way up in front of me, up here. Yeah. Uh huh. Anyway. That looked like a like a text hunch from I had behind. A, I had a couple weird things happen today. One was Puke and I were putting a bed together. Together. Uh-huh. Like we were together, putting a bed together. <laughs> and assembling furniture. Yeah. And and Alice is upstairs eating some food and in between working on a mural. And uh, I hear her talking to somebody, and it's a voice that I don't I, I went, wait a minute. Puke's down here with me. Alice is upstairs. I also hear a male voice. There's no other male in this house. Who could this be? And it turns out it's one of the guys who own the house who I'd been talking to on the phone for two years. Never met him in person. It was weird to have him walk into this house randomly in person. <laughs> I felt very uncomfortable and thrown off my game. Now, he, I, th- I feel like you should explain he was a business partner. He wasn't yeah. just some hobo. Like He's a business partner that I never met in person. That is weird. It is weird. Because you're the... Because I've known him for two years. You call yourself a salesman. And we have committed to each other more than most couples have ever committed (laughs) in the face of marriage. Um, And I never met the guy in person. And then I met him today and his kid and his wife all at once. It was very overwhelming. I felt very overwhelmed. Let's talk about that kid. What was the kid like? Uh, The kid was pretty cool. He was 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 excited to see the house. Yeah, he was like a... He was like a full person. Uh, But smaller. Not quite. Yeah. Hmm. Um... He was looking at neat stuff. He liked the tunnel. He liked the dungeon. Oh, I feel like anybody that stays in that house will like that dungeon. They're not going to get to, they're not going to see the dungeon. Oh, they it's can't. Be locked. It'll be locked. Okay, yeah. that's a good point. Um, if they pay me enough money, I'll show it to them. <laughs> and then they will be part of the dungeon. Yes. <laughs> oh, you want to see the dungeon, do you? Well, come follow me. You go in first. Why do you have a stockade? <laughs> Um, Butt stuff. <laughs> so the other thing was very uncomfortable today, too. I, I bought lunch for puke. So I, I got takeout from a barbecue place. Mm. And Brett and Gabriella were over there. And I said, let's get some barbecue. Gabriella goes, oh, Spork is good. And I go, okay, I don't know if I like that name or not. I do like Sporks. Well, the name Spork, I don't like because it'd be like calling a place knife or fork <laughs> or spoon. I don't like any of that. But it is a barbecue place, and spork is like a portmanteau of something and pork. Yeah. think I was thinking that, but what is this? P- I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> shit. It's like shit pork. <laughs> <laughs> so they called it spork. No, they would have called it spork. Uh-huh. So... I go on online and I uh, we we order the food right, and it's in Bloomfield, 
I see that it's in Bloomfield and Penn Avenue. That's one of the big roads in Bloomfield. So a little while later, they go, we'll text you when your food's ready. And I said, okay, fine. So I get in the car. I start driving there. And I'm navigating to Spork in uh, Bloomfield on Penn Avenue. And on the way there, I get the text saying the food's ready. I go, perfect, because I'm almost there. I pull up in front of Spork. Yeah. I'm going to show you Spork here for a second. I'm going to pull it up on the, the TV screen here. Yeah, but no one can see it. I know, but... <laughs> well, well, we'll barely be able to see some things over his shoulder. So I just Googled Spork Pittsburgh. The first result is Spork hyphen Spork. <laughs> okay. Okay. So <clears throat> I pull up to Spork and it just opened at 11 today. We were getting a lunch. So um, it's just opening when I get there. And I pull up in front. I walk up to a door. It says, please use the other door. So I walk to the other door. I get to that door. I tug on it. It's locked. I look at my watch. It's like 11.15. They should be open by now. According to their website, they're open. My food's ready. I got a text. So I see a man inside cleaning. And he goes, five, five. Like, we open at five. And I go, no, 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 no. I have a takeout order. Then he disappears. Two minutes later, he comes back and unlocks the door. While I'm waiting, I see a sign on the door that says, um, vaccine card required to enter. Ugh. And you must wear a mask to enter this establishment. I look at the guy behind the door. And he's they got a lot a of mask. confidence in that vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> so he lets me in. And this is a very fancy place. I look at it and go, wow, it's too bad all those signs out front because this place looks fucking cool. And there's a woman behind the counter. Um, like she'd be serving drinks if it were time for drinks, but they weren't open. And I said, hi, I have an order for takeout. And the look on her face did not inspire confidence because I see all the cooking gear and it's not fired up. You're at the wrong spork. How did you know? Because there's another one called Spork Pit, which is a little like offshoot of Spork. <laughs> That's where you got to go to pick up your food if you order it there. Well, <laughs> there is a place called Spork Pit that is literally 500 feet from Spork. But we didn't know there was Not multiple Spork so restaurants. How long before it Spork did they go, oh, you <clears throat> must mean Spork Pit? I met Spork talking to someone behind the counter. I go, I have an order of takeout. And she looks around. And I go, based on the look on your face, I don't have confidence that I have a takeout order with you. And she goes, no, let me call somebody. And her English is uh, far less than good. What kind of uh, foreigner is working at a barbecue? Um, African. And this place didn't look all that barbecue-y. See, because he was a spork, oh, which is not... Right. spork pit. So she calls a man named Chris... And oh, he's Chris. on speakerphone, yeah. <laughs> and he's a native English speaker. Oh, is he yeah. also the son of that uh, Latrobe uh, Lesko, Matthew Lesko? Yeah. So Chris Lesko's on the phone, and I'm, you know, I'm at Spork. I ordered food from Spork. They confirm with a text that my food's ready, and this woman doesn't know where my food is. I'm not happy at this point. So I get Chris on the phone, and I go, yeah, I, uh, I placed an online order for takeout. And I even got the text that it was ready. And um, apparently that's very confusing. That's what I said. Because I, <laughs> I, I had to get puke as food. So Chris goes, oh, you probably got food from Spork Pit. 
And then the woman, all of a sudden, a light went off in her head, and she walked me to the front window and pointed down the street <laughs> and showed me where Spork Pit was. How could you have two restaurants within 500 feet of one another, both with the name Spork in their name? One's called Spork Pit. Barely. Yeah, that's... But what are They're the odds? They're both on Penn Avenue. Like, I know that I got food from Spork on Penn, Spork so I just Pit. put into Waze Spork, and I saw Penn Avenue, and I went, perfect. We should open a third restaurant called, like, Spork with a Q on the end. <laughs> just see how, how much uh, business we get to spite them. But you would think the people that worked at Spork would be like, oh, you have the wrong place, because surely this must happen. How could it not happen? I don't know. I feel like it would happen. It did know. happen. That was extremely frustrating. I didn't know what to do. But thank God we did get barbecue. And sadly, I ordered the coleslaw, and... I don't know what it is about coleslaw at places that consider themselves barbecue places, because this slaw was basically wet cabbage. Yeah. I, I, I generally consider coleslaw to have flavor, and like maybe the problem mm. is, is that I like, you know, when I was a child, we'd go to KFC, and I'd eat the shit out of that coleslaw. It's just all sugar. It's all sugar. Maybe yeah. that's what it is, and like real coleslaw. But I've had coleslaw at like a family gathering, and they knew how to make coleslaw that was good but it seems like anytime we go to a barbecue place they're like we have coleslaw and i'm like "Ooh, that's gonna be good and it's never good the secret is carrots oh carrots would be delicious yeah carrots just little shaved carrots well but i ate it anyway because i think that coleslaw was like 10 10 or something i don't know well i got like uh a what was it? A quarter pound of was, sausage, and it was nine dollars. Yes, that is insane. I was just relieved that uh, I wasn't paying money to the place that had all the signs on the front door. <laughs> Did Spork Pit have a sign because that says when, "We we want your viruses"? Come on in. Yes, it's, because it's kind of like an open place. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I walked into Spork, the first place, and I saw those signs, I immediately got angry at Gabriella for recommending Spork. Yeah. I thought, doesn't she know better? I'm never coming here again. I'm mad that I came here and I already prepaid. I can't even walk off and not pay. <laughs> yep. Did they ask you why you were inside the building without your vaccine card taped to your face? No, they were just confused as to why there was a person inside the building. Yeah. What time did that restaurant open? Five? I don't know. I think or five. five. Yeah, minutes. the guy behind the window said five. Maybe it just meant in five minutes we'll be ready. Maybe that too, but it was, it was just they were cleaning. Maybe he said you need five vaccine cards to get in. <laughs> you need five masks before we'll let you through the door. Hmm. Did you guys hear about this COVID up here in the Northeast? <laughs> Turns out that the cases are rising in the Northeast again. Weird, huh? No, I don't know anything about Almost it. like it's seasonal or some <laughs> shit. You know? But somehow nobody ever puts that fucking puzzle piece together. No, I think they do. Well, the smart people that aren't just Stockholm. I think plenty idiots. of them do, but I think they're the most, the majority of people are just like, I'll just do what you're told. That's all it is. Though. I'm not sure it's the majority of people. Yeah, I don't. I think there's a I large agree, segment there's of the enough. population that does not think about it that just goes, well, I don't know. So just do what you're told. Mm. Well, uh,. Yeah, I think there's there's some apathy, but uh, so I think there's like about a third of people, maybe less than a third, maybe quarter of people 
are fucking just enthusiastic about all of this shit. Wait, how much? What percent? Twenty-five to thirty-three. I don't think it's that much. That just love it. Yeah, I don't think it's that much. Mm. All right, maybe it's one fifth. I don't know. Maybe it's even less. Yeah, I feel like it's ten percent. But most people are just go along to get along. So they look like they're. We talked about this before. So they look like they're part of the the. They, they look like they're part of the enthusiastic group. Because they're being compliant and they're yeah. doing what they're told, but in their own heads, they could be going, "What the fuck? Are, why are we doing this?" I'm really bummed too that uh, COVID has ruined neck gaiters. I've got a neck gaiter. Yeah, neck gaiters are great in the winter. It's getting chilly outside, and the original design of a neck gaiter is to is it's like a portable. Are you just trying to think of a, neck. a less faggy way of saying scarf? No, a neck gaiter is a specific item of clothing. Yeah, scarf. Yeah, but it acts like a scarf, but it's not a scarf because you don't look like a fag wearing a scarf. I think you're more of a fag by calling it a neck gator. <laughs> like three years ago, it was just a fucking scarf. They're and not the same thing. You it's weren't not adjust- the same thing. No, you're, it, you're describing. It's like the difference between fucking spork and spork pit, Andrew. No, I think they were all scarves five years ago. No, I had I had neck gators when I was in the army twenty years ago. Yeah, that's what's not. And a you scarf. call it a scarf. A scarf. No, is we a called long, it a gator. A long strip. A fabric that you wrap. Am I muted? No. Okay. Well, let me go on. <laughs> then. puke muting his mic. All right. I was coughing. Damn it. He doesn't know he's muted. <laughs> a uh, neck gator has a, a fleece variant, which is sometimes called a neck warmer. Yeah, sure. I feel like they also used to be called neck ups. Maybe like when I was a kid. That's even that's almost as bad as neck gator. All right, so neck warmer. Turtle yeah. d- turtleneck. No, turtle uh it was, and there was one that had like a turtle name. Think of it this way, the neck gator is like a sh- a foreskin for your face. There you go. Yeah, that is it. Whereas, you know, a uh, a scarf is like a really fat thick necktie that like you don't you, tie. It's like when you take a piece of cloth and you tie it around your dick real tight. Go, <laughs> oh, it's purple. <laughs> Felt yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can't pull off the scarf. You guys do scarves? Yeah, no, I, can, I, I can pull off a scarf. Andrew, I, you've had a scarf. No, I haven't. What? I've never had a scarf. Well, you can have one. I've never had a scarf. I've never had a neck gaiter. Drew Sample didn't give you a... I mean, ca- yes, yes. Since, since co- this is, I'm, I'm talking back in the real world. Yeah. Before the bad times. Right. Puke's upset that these neck gaiters have been ruined by COVID well, I think they should have been ruined long before COVID. <laughs> the fact that they existed ruined yeah. them. I think it's pretty cool. I wore one on the show a couple weeks ago, yeah, and I, I felt pretty cool. I don't like them. I don't know. There's something about it, like like uh, like sandals on a man. Mm. Yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Well, why? Why? Of course that. But uh, I don't know because there's no reason for that to ever happen. I'm sure whoever's wearing sandals has plenty of reason. I've like, if gone unchecked, Puke would be wearing sandals right now. No, years past. I'm not a sandal Puke man. was all sandal man. No, flip flopping no. all over the place. Dare you? You perch my you feet. You were flip flopping. <laughs> I'll flip flop on down to the to the shower. Yeah, gross. And I'll wear sandals if I'm if I'm kayaking. It's less gross if you if you just don't get the shower. <laughs> okay. I would prefer men not shower. 
instead of wearing their flip flops around in and out of these gross showers, mm-hmm. they probably just make them dirtier. Yeah, you know what? I I was so opposed to this. I went and got a pair of aqua shoes. Oh, there you go. yeah, there you go. Aqua shoes. These are cool. Mm, yeah, they are. <laughs> Mine are real cool. Mine look like okay. real shoes. Oh, okay. I had those when I was seven because I was afraid of stepping in the ocean. I was afraid to step on a jellyfish. Oh, I don't know that aqua so shoes would water s- shoes. prevent <laughs> jellyfish. The problem with jellyfish is that they float. Yeah, I learned that later. Yeah. yeah what kind of a high step in seven-year-old were you? <laughs> He's just out there stomping with his knees to his chest in the water. I, know, I was a seven-year-old who was going to nude beaches in fucking what? Caribbean at seven years old alone as a boy <laughs> with, with no one to go with How me. did you get to the Caribbean? Was this like Home Alone Part 3 and they just yeah, didn't kind film of. it? My parents went on a cruise and I just got dragged along to all the places that weren't uh, child-friendly. Mm. And they'd go into like a port and they'd be like, Andrew, get off the ship. <laughs> Pretty much. Like they were like, We're going to this beach. You're gonna like it. Well, you're not gonna like it, but you nothing you can do about it. Parents and children and beaches, there should be more negotiation there. Cause like when you get older, you go to the beach and you go, Wow, I mean, look at this. The ocean, the sand, the feel of the sand between my toes, the soft wind, the warmth of the sun. You know, the warmth of my the pee. sound of seagulls, you know, all of these things, all of the, the crash of the waves, all of these things that make up this incredible atmosphere are so, you know, enjoyable once we reach that age where it's like sometimes you just need a day at the beach. But when you're eight, there's a fucking Nintendo 15 miles away at your house. Yeah. And your mom is like, no, you boys are coming to sit at the beach with me today because I don't have any other way of taking care of you or supervising you. So you'll come to the beach. Boy, that was boring. And then you drowned in riptides. I don't know. There was nothing to do. (laughs) But now the places that my mom took us. You didn't chase crabs or dig in the sand? There's not a lot of of that kind of activity around here. I mean, there's sand to dig in, but... Mm -hmm. There's no crabs to chase. Mm. Jeez, you know what? <laughs> Think about how powerful Nintendo was for you as a kid. I know how powerful it was for me. Think about kids today. Why the fuck would they ever go anywhere that isn't in front of their computer? This is Nathan Fraser and I just talked about this in our uh, new show, uh, The Metaverse. Yeah, why would they ever want to leave that? Do you remember? I didn't want to leave Mario Kart. Do you remember when we, you and I, we did um, the virtual reality thing? The, what was that called? Oculus? Yes. And we talked about how bad the world was going to be. We talked we did a review of it on the show. Yeah. And people are just pooping outside their Oculus Square. Yeah. And they don't even care because <laughs> you can't, can't see the see poop. It. They can't see the poop in the Oculus Square. And they're wearing their water shoes. That is going to be the world if something doesn't happen. And it looks like things are going to go that way. How do you know all about this meta if you've been avoiding news? Yeah. Nathan what Frazier the- told me about it. That son of a bitch. <laughs> You're turning into Kramer where you just have friends that tell you things. <laughs> Yeah, I saw it over at Bob Sacamano's. That's not... Everybody has friends who tell... It doesn't make me Kramer. Everyone has friends who tell them things. <laughs> but I want you to be Kramer. I'm not, I, f- I refuse to conform to your Seinfeld world. Andrew forced Alice to watch uh, Seinfeld. Forced, last she time. said, let's watch it, because I think it's awful, is what she said. And then she said, what's, what's wrong with Kramer's hair? <laughs> <laughs> that was a hilarious statement, I thought. 
from somebody who has never seen Seinfeld, I guess, or not seen enough of it to appreciate its sharp wit. <sighs> wit. So, <clears throat> during the break. See, here's the problem with you sitting in at that chair and not being able to see anything. Is now Brett's gone. You don't even know. I know he's. I can. There's a camera right in front. Of, oh, I forgot about the camera. <laughs> I know everything that's happening. You're like that guy in the Matrix, yeah. just sitting surrounded by screens. Or the security guard in any movie. Ever. Imagine if kids had podcasts. They would never leave the podcast. They would always just be sitting there podcasting. No, that's not true. <laughs> it's the video game thing. Like I know how powerful Nintendo was for me. Yeah. I wouldn't go to Temple because of Nintendo. If there was a beach, I wouldn't have gone to it because of Nintendo. I lived for like a month in St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands. You know what I did? Nintendo. I brought my fucking Xbox. Oh, wow. Because who was I? I had no brothers and sisters. I had no friends that came with me. I was alone. I was a lonely boy, and all I had was my Nintendo or my Xbox. You know what'll what'll save the world from the metaverse? Unless they solve this problem. The Amish. No. Yep. Uh, the splitting headaches you get wearing that thing for too long on your face. I'm sure they'll work hurts, that out. It I'm hurts sure, my oculus bones. I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> will make a pill. Yeah, that's what they, it, yeah, it's it called. Is. Percocet. <laughs> they were talking about this in this pendulum book as they were trying to predict what it will look like from like twenty thirty uh, twenty twenty three to twenty forty three. Okay. And they were saying, yeah, it will it will only be what they what they call the alpha voices of any generation or that resist. Otherwise, people will just willingly get sucked into the metaverse i can't wait and they say it'll be like 10 or 15 people will be like no this is insane what are we doing it's a better life it'll people be will Amish. think it's a better life you can be whatever you want to be in the metaverse i mean i have played vr mini golf it kind of is better than real mini golf yeah it is really cool mm-hmm yeah, it's offering you a better life. Because nobody can make a mini golf course in space yeah. yet. So <laughs> there is that. I mean, and you're, you, then the sex part that we already talked about, like imagine you're having sex with this uh, a woman and you're like, I want her to have bigger tits. So you just press a button. It's like tits, tits, tits. Yeah, tits, I don't think it's going to work. Up. We, we <laughs> know up, how this. Tits up, tits up. Arrow, up arrow, tits, up arrow, tits. Oh, oh whoops, too much. Down arrow, tits, down arrow, tits. Right there. <laughs> Andrew is now adding to Brett's journal. Dear diary, more tips. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's gonna that's gonna work out because we've seen this play out in uh, Demolition Man, right? Oh yeah, be well, John Spartan. Right, right, but where 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 Stallone and and what's her name, Sandra Bullock? Yeah, Sandy Bullock. They have uh, they put on the helmets, right? Oh yeah, and and he's very freaked out by it. And then she realizes how much better the real thing is. Yeah, but now she has TDS, AIDS, yeah, super AIDS from the future. <laughs> I mean, is this the time where John Spartan has to come and save us from ourselves? Yes, mm. that would be, yeah. That's now? Uh, or soon. It's yeah. very soon. I gave it 10 years. Well, you know, in that movie, Taco Bell took over all the restaurants. Ugh, and in this imagine? life, everyone's crazy for tacos. <laughs> So That's true. They predicted it pretty well. I went to that Taco Bell headquarters. I didn't see any. I didn't see any Spartans. But during the break, we're going to hear a oh. clip from season five, episode three of the Discomfort Zone. Well, to talk about uh, kids. 
kids, but we did end up focusing the episode on young Alex. A young, not quite a kid, but young. He's got some issues, people. You might think he doesn't. You might think his issues are purely contained to the bathroom and his ability to have the door wide open while he's pooping. But they go beyond that. I hate children. <laughs> I, I only hate the sick ones. Yeah, I know. But like, <laughs> who make me feel bad because they have cancer? I didn't. Yeah, seriously. Cancer. Tell those kids to stop having cancer. I feel bad it's enough without real. your cancer. Absolutely. Yeah, childhood cancer sucks. Stop it. Yeah, stop it. It makes me sad. Uh, Great intro, I, I mean, guys. <laughs> Lo-Fi Drops brought to you by jamming a microphone up to a speaker. Classic. <laughs> Welcome to the second half of Portman Show. During the break, we just had a fucking bombshell. Boom. All right, well, let's get into it. I don't want to reveal all the details. Yeah, what if he doesn't want to reveal? <laughs> a guy says something in the chat. We'll give him an opportunity to comment before we just start spilling all the cum. Okay. So here's his opportunity. We're going to wait a little bit. Somebody in the chat, though, uh-huh. will at least say this. We can't just completely uh, blue ball the audience here. <laughs> um, somebody Ramming. in the chat. Ramming. Supposedly is going to be in a porn or in porn videos in, in porn pituity. How do you set this up? By all means, go for it. Okay, okay. green light for all of this. Doxing, doxing him. Eric in the chat is claiming that he's going to be in porn videos. And Eric's a man that I tend to believe. I tend to believe him on things. And I wanted to know why. You know what he said? And I'm not going to reveal the details. This is something that you can get maybe in a future PCL or if you pay us a bunch of money and then we allow you to pay Eric even more money. You might be able to get this number, but Eric revealed his his DN, to which us. you don't do. You only you put it on dating profiles. Yeah, um, and I don't know LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn. Um, but Jess said you definitely have to review Eric's porn on the show, and I, th- I think that's true. As much as I don't want to see the dick of a guy I know, I kind of think we have to do it. It's a pretty outlandish DN. Well, and I, I can count on on zero fingers how many dicks I've seen of people I know. <laughs> Is the LinkedIn for porn professionals called Jizdin? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you got to get your resume. Jizdin out there. is just that's that's where you get once you get into the biz. Yeah, then you get access to Jizdin. <laughs> Because then it's true. Well, are we going to have a... Do we have to have a viewing party now if this actually happens and he sends it to us? Yeah, we're going to have to. Uh, 
we, we should send it to Nick first to see what he says. Oh, yeah, of course Nick will see it. Nick's probably already seen it. <laughs> Eric hasn't even made it yet, and Nick's already seen it. Nick's the kind of guy that would find things on the internet that you would not expect, so maybe. Well, to be fair, years ago, I stumbled across a porn, and I saw a woman who we knew in a video. Oh, yeah. You shared it. Yep. <laughs> really? Yep. Yeah. Do and I know was, her? You probably might. did. Uh, and this was like over 10 years ago. This was like first season puke in the gang kind of shit. So think about the amount of porn videos that didn't exist back then. <laughs> yeah, they grow exponentially every second. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I thought this was going to be uh, more of a discussion. Yeah, so what's the process? Like, how do you like you? Yeah, say, who are you talking to? So I've got this uh, abnormally high DN. Oh, he does say, I've got good plot and scenario ideas, but right now, the lady just wants to make mass content. The lady? Like, your lady or the porn lady that you deal with? Like, your agent. The lady. The porn broker. Or the madam. I don't know what she... I don't know. What are they called? Well, the madam is uh, who runs the bordello. Right. That's why it could be a madam. Mm-hmm. Or... Is she like your pimp? Is that how it works? Is she like a dick broker? (laughs) The pimpess? Boy, this is not a good way to do a show. Waiting for somebody to (laughs) respond (laughs) when they're on like a 10-minute delay. Yeah, we've learned a lot about like what it takes to have a conversation it's like everyone's got to face each other. <laughs> it's got to be eye con- There's zero eye contact. This has been the lowest eye contact show ever. I'm not looking at Puke. He's not yeah. looking at me. Andrew's looking at neither of us. Neither of us are looking at Andrew. I'm looking at Andrew delayed in the stream. That's the only way I can see what his face is doing, but it's too slow for me to react in time. Oh, we have an answer. Eric says, my lady, she's established, wants me to be involved. Wow. Okay. An industry leader, some might say. So, so he's dating somebody involved in yeah, porn. Is your lady the dick broker? I'm so confused by all of this. And I could never do this. Regardless of my DN. This would not be doable. Like, are you, okay, is it just going to be your dick? Or is like all of Eric going to be in there? Are you going to wear a mask? Are you going to wear a Portman Show t-shirt? <laughs> well, I hope it... <laughs> and nothing else. When you say... The way you just said it made it sound like he's going to cut his dick off. and Like, it's just a picture of his dick. No, like... It's going to be... Or is it going to be all be of you? I mean, there has to be some of them. You've never seen Pav porn? Pav? Yeah, Pav. I loved that game when I was a kid in the 90s. You'd get the big breaker things that were heavy, and you'd throw them down. Passion Orange Vulva, they called it. <laughs> no, but pov porn. It's just the dick in the... Yeah, in, that's in, true. Right? I, I think you can see legs on occasion. Yeah. Maybe a ball sneaks Spined, past. But oh, POV. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is pov? <laughs> I will absolutely fucking Portman show merch. Well, geez. It makes me want to put it on too and get fucked by you. <laughs> I'm not watching that video. <laughs> Andrew doesn't want to have his face on our Instagram account, but 
Okay. He's fine. Well, he doesn't want me making a fucking t-shirt because it's... <laughs> well, now that we know that this guy who likes the show is going to do porn, I mean, and he'll wear merch while he does it, what merch should we make that really, you know, could be highlighted by a guy? Probably a uh, paper towel airport is a good candidate. It already has jizz in the image. But how many people are watching porn and really focusing on the guy? <laughs> Not me. And so like, what can we do to make them focus on the guy? What can we do to get a guy light? Mm. A guy light? I don't know. I feel like wearing a t-shirt is kind of like... What are you doing, dude? No, like, what do we, we have, have to like make a bumper sticker on his ass? Portman show cock rings. Oh, what about like a Portman? You know the green man suit. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not that? One of those with <laughs> just a, a dick hole and a dick sticking out. <laughs> right. I bet that's been done. But instead of a green man, I hope suit, that's been done. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's like Portman. It's like looks like a Portman show racing suit. But it's a green man suit material with a dick hole in it. Well, what, if, what if? No, here's what it is. Uh, okay, okay, I have ideas it, too. Okay, you, you do yours. All right. So my idea is, uh, you got a t-shirt. It's just kind of like, okay, that's awkward. Anybody could be wearing a t-shirt. We don't want to just do a Portman Show t-shirt. So instead, he wears nothing except a helmet. <laughs> okay. And it's a Portman Show helmet, like a bicycle helmet. <laughs> like uh, he might be mentally retarded, and he needs to protect his brain. From these regular injuries that he suffers. <laughs> Helmet. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. My idea, which I think is not as good but could be fun, is he's wearing the green man suit with his dick sticking out. Maybe the balls so they have some air. And then we key in the green screen to the suit and it just plays the live stream. So it looks like the live stream oh. is playing in his body. <laughs> and the audio track it's just eliminated entirely, and instead, it's just us making noises. Like all the drops of us sounding like we're having sex. I love it. Well, good luck. Did we give his name? Yeah, Eric. Eric. Yeah. Good luck, Eric, in porn. And let us know you what happens. You old fucking cocksucker. <laughs> How soon till you shoot? Yeah, when is the first shoot? When can we review the first one? I don't think we're going to be. There, I don't think we're going to be able to review it together. I don't think we're going to be able to sit here and watch it. <laughs> I think we can do it. We have to. We have to. We How tried we this not? once. It was like the worst experience. It was, of my life. but we did it. It happened. We're now here later after it happened. My God, that guy Nick Manning. Who? He was the guy. He kept saying, he kept you know saying. Oh, the I'm gonna come guy. Uh, no, that was a different guy. Oh, it was actually, so there's actually two guys that are <laughs> really bad. Um, what is is Nick Manning the Andrew Doppelganger? No. Okay. Uh, he was the one who said drop and loads. Oh, drop and loads. Yeah, because I remember we were watching clips of the Howard Stern 
oh, show where they're interviewing. I knew I'm gonna come. That was Randy was that West. Oh okay. no, maybe not. Maybe some Randy Spears. Randy West was the arch nemesis of Peter North. <laughs> Uh, Eric what says, are the chances that there were two straight guys named Randy who did porn? <laughs> Eric says, "How do you feel about me tearing a hole in her Portman show leggings?" That's, oh yeah, that's we make good. leggings. That's pretty Forget. good. Yeah, <laughs> kind of cliche, but people like that. I've done a couple private shows. We'll be setting up to film better productions soon. Okay. Oh, I hope he uses a red cinema camera. What? Got to get that eight K footage. <laughs> yeah, the red is a really good quality oh, amateur. Yeah. You guys are really into the camera. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they use it to shoot movies now. Yeah, okay. I'm interested. He said he wants to do high quality film. Brett's a student of film. Mm. We know people that are in film. You gotta have a catchphrase or a tagline, <laughs> like dropping loads. But what's your catchphrase gonna be? Not yeah. It has to be something from the show. Dn over nine thousand. I don't think you know how DN works. Nope. <laughs> Brett, why don't you explain it to him? Ah, well, gosh, I'm so worried that it's like somebody else in this place is listening to us right now. <laughs> you can't worry about that. Know. You mean your neighbors? Well, to be fair, if the neighbors can hear us talking at this volume, then they can hear everything you've ever done in here. Right. Well, <laughs> um, so there, there is... Uh, a lot of activity in this building today. So there's somebody in the basement below us. And there is also like a front stairway to the building that that door in the oh, hallway no. is like right by. And people were going in and out of there today. I heard them. So there are a lot of people. There's, there's a lesser privacy here right now. The guy who owns the house is here and he's been in and out of the basement because he's <laughs> staying in the place that I used to live in because he likes it. Huh. So, um, there's a lot going on, and it's just like people could be learning a lot about me. Right yeah, now. it was it was a a weird thing that happened earlier before dinner where you just opened a door. We're sitting here having a conversation. And summoned the owner. Yeah, of you're the just house. like, hey, Stephen guy in the Wright basement walked out of the closet. I thought he was going to be a gimp. I was like, what the hell? What's going on in the basement? Brett just opens this door and starts talking to a guy in the basement. I was like, "What the fuck kind of places?" There's like a there's like a washer and a dryer down there. And he, oh, okay. He was here. He was doing laundry, so I knew he was down there. And Alice wanted to talk to him about the artwork that he purchased for this place. There is some nice artwork in this place. Yeah, you get to look at for free. Yeah, yeah. He bought well, it in like free. Mogadishu. You get to look at for rent. It cost me money to look at it. <laughs> Well, really, you're renting, like, the walls and stuff. Because yeah. most places don't come with art. Yeah, most places so. don't come with furniture. But this place is... Uh, yeah, like this giant porn couch? Yeah. Aside from the fact that it's missing a rug in this room, uh, other than that, this is pretty great. Damn, that sucks. That rug really tied this room together. I'm going to get one. Nine by 12. It's like the Eric's dick of rugs. <laughs> 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 I don't think I've ever bought a rug that big. Moving on up. What do you think the biggest rug is they make? The AIDS quilt. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can go to some fancy-ass place in in the city and see some really big rugs, I'm sure. Like in, like, old hotels, there's probably... Oh, okay, yeah. I've never seen anything, or I never even inquired about anything larger than 9 by 12. 
Yeah, imagine if you have a house where you're like, yep, I got a rug in my living room that's 24 by 36. That would be incredible. <laughs> I'm sure such a thing exists. Oh, probably. I'm sure there's people with the humongous mansions that get like some ridiculous Persian rug the size of a airplane. Now, I am a man. I am a man who had a rug and liked a rug, and it was a 8 by 5 maybe a 9 by 6 Okay. And I said, I like this rug, and it's not big enough for the, this room. Mm. So I lifted up the rug and looked at the tag, and I actually got the item, like the stock number, ordered another of the same rug, and lined them up. So then, oh, okay, side by side. Yeah, I had a 16 by 10 rug that just repeated one time. <laughs> that was pretty cool. They call that bookend. Mm-hmm. And woodworking. What if I unknowingly have jerked off to Eric and his, and his girlfriend? <laughs> like, what if I came across them on a... On yeah, a, maybe. I mean, how much... On a campsite or something. Uh-huh. He says it's only been private. Oh, okay. What a relief, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're not one of those public people. Well, it's happened to us once. I mean, you managed to snus out somebody. Snus? Yeah, I don't know the word I was looking for. <laughs> snus works. <laughs> I think I was going to say sniff and snuff. Just uh, it didn't. Uh, Jeez. Yeah, think about it this way. All the people that you jerked off to over the years, and then you go on living your life. How many of those people do you think you might encounter in real life, like going forward? Mm. I don't think that You'll never happens. even know. What, wouldn't yeah, you, know? you wouldn't know. You, wouldn't you yell out? Like, no, because... Hey, guess what I did? <laughs> All right, Brett. Can you recognize every person that you jerked off to over the past... Let's say three years. Just three years. I've got a photographic memory for that shit. Oh, well, in that case. Yeah, I can barely remember what your face looks like 10 minutes after I'm gone. I forget what Andrew's face looks like. Yeah. We we haven't seen it for two hours now. Yeah. We'll never remember again. (laughs) I see it like a tiny little, in in this computer screen, I can see it. It doesn't look like it has any eyebrows. I knew it. (laughs) I have more eyebrows in this image than I do in most. I didn't know people were into eyebrows. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's the best feature a woman can have. I What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Usually guys say like, "Are you a boob or a butt man?" No, eyebrows. Andrew's like eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "You know what I like? Two things that look like caterpillars right above a woman's no, eyeball." No, no, and it's it's not that like <laughs> I realize it's I'm realizing this now after experimenting, right? Mm, okay. We're like yeah, you can see boobs and you're like, okay, look at that girl. She's got boobs. I'm focused on those boobs. But looking back, when I really think, okay, what kept me interested? The fucking eyebrows. Or what got me interested? The eyebrows. Is this just me? It's not just me. This is other people too. You just, never... may have not, you just might not have acknowledged it yet. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's somebody out there probably. I feel like eyebrows are the kind of thing you don't really get credit for. Like they're they're the kind of you know it, it's kind of like uh, the cleaning lady, right? You don't notice her unless she sucks. Unless she has good eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. 
Like eyebrows, like if somebody just has normal eyebrows, it's like not noticed. But if somebody has like kind of a wild uh, or unsightly eyebrows, you go, oh, jeez. So it's like, yeah, you know, I got good eyebrows. I got good eyelashes. Actually, I do get credit for eyelashes, and I don't like that. <laughs> Why don't you like that? Because you because have feminine like, eyelashes. Who wants to be complimented on their eyelashes? Yeah. Men shouldn't have eyelashes. I just want to fill them with eye boogers. Be like, <laughs> now what? <laughs> Ugh, eye boogers. Yeah. It's one of my constant uh, fears. You, you fear eye boogers? Yeah, I fear that I have them. So what if you do? Well, that's why I'm constantly rubbing my eyes. I'm like, oh, no, do I have an eye booger? Like, when I wake up, that's one of the first things I do is try and pick that shit out of there. I go, ugh, what happened? Why is my face leaking and then crusting? Oh, speaking of waking up, during the break, I just came out of Brett's bathroom, and I was admiring Brett's bathtub. Why? What about Brett, it? you got a deep bathtub. It is deep. Uh-oh. You know what that's good for? Cold soaking i challenge you on the show to just do this okay i've done it every morning i did it this morning um in spite of other people being in the house i still did it it felt a little weird knowing that we weren't in the bathroom with you (laughs) i know but it still felt a little (laughs) weird knowing that you were in the house why does it feel weird that people are in the house and you take you take showers with people in the house yeah but this is just i don't know were this you afraid is... we were going to hear you go, ah, 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 no, I as noise. you get down into the cold water? I don't make noise. No? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I challenge you to do it. I want to hear about you doing it tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it tomorrow. That's the excuse you use, and that's why you never end up doing it. Why not tomorrow? Tomorrow's not a good day for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cold dip. When is it ever a good day to jump into a cold bathtub? I don't know. Maybe I'll start with cold showers. That's worse. Is it? It's harder, yeah. Why Why so? Because you're just like standing there and then you're having to like rotate your body to make sure that you're getting cold all over you. Okay. And the problem is you're you're having that shock of the cold touching your skin mm. nonstop. Whereas yeah. like when you go into the bathtub, eventually each you, body you part that to touches the, the water, yeah. like, okay, you, you did it. Like your elbow already touched it, right? The shower, you're like, okay, my right elbow has it. Now I have to get my left elbow. Now back to the right. And you got to keep moving around and keep having that shock over and over and over again. Whereas the dip in the tub, it's it's way easier. It's mm. shocking, but it's not as difficult. Like if you said, okay, you got to spend 10 minutes either sitting in a cold water bath or standing in a cold water shower. After doing this enough times, I will happily take the bath a million times before I ever do the shower. Mm. So just go through the procedure. Fill up a tub with cold water. Just let the cold water run. Yep, the coldest you can. Okay. Fill it up. Which is just going to be on the cold setting. Yes. Okay. Uh, Fill it up. Mm -hmm. Then stand there next to the tub. Look at it. (laughs) Naked. Right? You look down at the water. You go. Think about what you've done. Look at your dick and balls. Yeah. Be like, bye. Yeah. (laughs) And you look at that tub and you go, well, this looks like a hot bath. It doesn't look any different. That doesn't seem like the right preparation. <laughs> yeah. And then, and you just wake up in the morning too. Ooh, hot so bath. like your, your brain is not, has not woken up yet. Um, Cause you're like nine minutes into waking up. So you look at this cold bath and you stand there naked 
and it's a little chilly in the bathroom, and you just go, oh, God damn it, this is awful. And you realize you start working yourself up a little bit, thinking how awful it's going to be. So then you got to focus on just calming yourself. Take a couple deep breaths, then stand in the tub. And just standing there, you know, with the water up to your calves is horrible. And you're standing there, and you start realizing you're breathing faster, and you're getting worked up. So you got to take a deep breath. And then you walk to the very front of the tub where your legs are almost up against the spigot. And you just squat down, put your hands out behind you, and then dip your butt. And as soon as your butt touches the water, don't stop. Just keep going. Butt the whole way in. Dick and balls in. (laughs) Legs are bent, so knees are sticking up out of the water. Mm -hmm. Feet are touching the front of the tub. But the reason for that is so you have enough room to roll your back down the whole way and submerge your entire torso and your chest. And you do that and you realize, oh, my arms are way up here still. Oh, no. Then you got to sink your arms down too. (laughs) And somehow your arms and hands hitting the cold water is worse than your torso. And then after that, you got to do Indian style, cross your legs and sink your legs under the water too. And then once, (laughs) yep. Adrian. (laughs) And once you do that, you're in the water. You're like, okay, mission accomplished. No, mission's not accomplished. Now you got to sit there for a minute. And you got to try and not let yourself get worked up and not start heavy breathing and like shivering. If you start to shiver, just focus all your efforts on stopping yourself from shivering and sit there. You could play a podcast. You could vape your vape. You could do whatever you want. But you just got to sit there and don't let your arms come out of the water for more than a second or two. Keep everything submerged, everything but your head. How long? The longest you can possibly do it. You take your vape in the bathtub? (laughs) Yeah, if I'm just going to sit there doing nothing, (laughs) I got to have a vape. So how long have you done it for? The longest I've gone is probably 12 minutes. Hmm. Who has time for this? I know, it's a super long time. However, (laughs) when I do this, I start work, I start, I, I activate in the morning so much faster from doing this for whether it's two minutes or 12 minutes, it's way faster than taking an hour to ramp up and have my brain turn on. Yeah, I get mm. it. Well, but you just got to do my balls it. If I can do it, anymore, you can do it. And I can't shoot jizz, I might as well just focus on work. Exactly. <laughs> but like, I don't know, within the first 90 seconds, you're just sitting there, you're going, holy shit, I'm not tired anymore at all. What? Since my dick broke off when I got out of the tub, now I just have work to focus on. Uh, This week, I just had one spectacular morning after the next. One get up, long under all the clothes that I talked about putting in front of the door last week. Put those clothes on right outside. Find the sunrise. One, one day I got in, I drove up to uh, the observatory there, walked up the observatory steps like Rocky. <laughs> like that Indian? <laughs> like that Indian. Sorry, that was during the break. I said my, my Stallone and Native American impressions are indistinguishable, but people are not going to get that joke because that was not during the show. But uh, And then turn and face the city and look off to the east and see the sunrise. But then the other day, 
I, to get out and be in that first light of day, I realized I could see part of the city and the sunrise right in my own neighborhood if I just walked to the right place. So I've been doing Oh, yeah, that. plus the leaves are falling off the trees. That yep. probably helps, right? Yep. You get new vistas. Oh, yeah. That's a, I've never been here in the winter before, so it'll be interesting to see what I can see. So I don't know. I like what I'm doing. Does it have to be in the morning? I think so, because I feel like... Here's the thing. Okay, so here's another thing. You're never going to take the time to do it other than first thing in the morning. Here's an, Okay, well, how about this? Listen to this. Eat the frog. Listen to this. So once I finish my morning routine, I try to do a good 90-minute focused work block, right? After that, I'm right into working out. This is very unconventional because usually like, there's not much left after you work out. After I work out, I break my fast... And then it's back to work, right, as it turns into the afternoon. So something needs to be like a state change that happens after eating and taking that break to go back to work in the afternoon. You'll never will yourself to do it. So what I've been doing is Reverie, which is another thing I never thought I'd do. It's like a self-hypnosis app, which I never thought I would do that. Maybe that would be the time. I don't even know if this is safe. How do you know if it's safe for you to do this? How is it not safe? <laughs> well, people people die doing this. No, they don't. No, yes, they not do. in cold water. And not, Name Not three. water that cold. Like, like, it has to be super cold water, get like hypothermia. Mm-mm. You're just doing tap water. People just have like, uh, like heart issues sometimes with this. There's nothing but benefits to it. What if you just even it's me? Be cold I don't enough, recognize so. benefits from anything, and I recognize benefits from this. What's the benefit? Focus. Yeah, focus. My fucking brain turns on. And Shrunk that, dick. That ninety-minute work session becomes that much more powerful. Ball retraction. What if you just stand outside? It's going to be really cold. It's actually Not the same. Oh, what if it's really really cold? What yeah. if it's like one degree outside? That might be. That could be good, actually. It's gotten down below freezing outside a few mornings here. Yeah, you go outside, you stand there with your boots on and nothing else. Yeah. And rather than huddle yourself, you just spread eagle standing there as long as you can. Yeah, and hope the neighbors can't see yeah. your dick. And if they can, maybe they'll be encouraged to do the same. All right, well. It was know. cold water. What? Wait, there's a Seinfeld joke here somewhere about cold water. No. No? Yeah, the pool. Well, there's the, there was, I was in the pool, yeah. Yeah, what did what did uh, Costanza say? Yeah, he was in the pool. Oh, he okay. said I was in the pool. I was in the pool, and he was flapping his arms. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, this next couple weeks are going to be a nightmare. I agree. <sighs> moving, Why? just moving. Moving's always the worst. Well, I guess unless. You're not moving any furniture, and you're just coming down the stairs. That would probably be the easiest way to move. But hopefully we get good enough weather. That's what Brett did, people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a lot of things here. (laughs) Trying to get way too comfortable. All right. Well, on that note, it's time to end the show. Yeah, probably. How long has this part been? Oh, we don't have a timer. 30-some? Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think to start the timer. Yeah, I've taken a more lounge position, which, like, this is, this is adding a new layer of 
uh, bad to the show. That when indicates man, the show should just end. When a man reclines, <laughs> like when a man gets into like, I'm going to watch TV and close my mouth position. Yeah. Or porn and open my mouth. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, thanks for coming, guys. This is the first Portman show in my house since, gosh, probably January or February 2020. And that's a nice feeling. You're welcome anytime. Thanks for making nachos. Oh, my gosh. They were delicioso. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we talked about this on the show before. Somebody's got to set the nacho thing right. And <laughs> it's going to be me. Somebody's got to do something about these nachos. Even distribution of, mm. chips and, uh, of chips on the tray, of meat on the chips, of veggies on the meat, and of cheese on the meat and veggies and chips on the tray. Into the oven at 375 for eight minutes. Finish on broil for three to get a nice crisp cheese. Brown cheese. Golden cheese. Golden brown cheese. <laughs> Are you hungry? I am again now, yeah. And I made I'm Andrew go buy and some I nachos from Taco Bell now. A tray with no chips. And then we ate Quest chips with nacho meat and <laughs> cheese and veggies. I never I had Quest chips before. I feel really? Like, what? Really? What did you think of them? I I expected to hate them. They're flimsy. They, so I did not hate them. Yeah, they're yeah. mostly air. Yeah, so you can't make a. You can't use I mean, them. They're as very a, expensive. Yeah, and you can't use them. Yeah, you probably paid. Well, how many bags did you get? Four or five? Five bags. I paid like 20 bucks. No, it's no. No. There were 140 calories per bag. <laughs> I just went, this is the most, the highest dollar per calorie I've ever spent. <laughs> probably. Mm, no. Alcohol. Oh. Yeah, there's other benefits to that. <laughs> Are they benefits? <laughs> All right. Well, this counts as a show. Let's have a good night. God, we're such dorks. I hate all of this. I really hate it.